According to Michael Madsen, the movie Blood Rain was an abomination. It's horrifying and preposterous movie. This week, we're talking about it on It's So Bad Goes to the Movies. And welcome, Chris. Michael. Hello. Michael. Michael. Oh, that's me. Uh, Tim. <laughs> Hello. Encore. Hello there. Hello, Joe. Hey. Joe, hello. Hey, can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. Hi, how uh, you doing? And, and we'll Steve. take that out in post. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, hey everyone. That, please. Yeah, edit that I out in post, said that please. about this movie like, a lot. <laughs> hello, Michael. How are you? I'm well. And Steve, hello, how are you? Hello, thanks. Yeah, Joe talked over my intro. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> didn't even didn't even talk over your intro, but you wanted to talk over mine. Guys, we we have blood rained this intro. <laughs> this is the blood rain of intros right now. Yeah. And you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts from. But this week, we are talking about the movie Blood Rain. Oh, also at It's So Bad Pod to follow the Twitter. And it's so bad pod at gmail.com with all your re- recommendations, requests, questions, sarcasm. We want it all. We're talking about Blood Rain, the movie based upon the video game from 2005. Um, directed by our first movie on. This is our fifth movie on the endless list of video games, which we're doing for people who don't know. We're adding this movie to our list, which currently goes from Mortal Kombat, the 1995 movie, all the way down to Wing Commander at number four. Our fifth and fifth entry. I think we kind of have an idea of about where this is going to go. <laughs> Wait, point, point of point of order before we go forward. Did we decide that this is called It's So B Movie? The list Did, is the is the name still hovering out there? I the name is still out there. It's still out there. Okay, I thought oh, we got close say, with that one. We can at least say close. for people who are uh, you know updating the It's So Bad wiki uh, that the official entrance me or entrance music theme music that is has debuted this ep- for this episode is called It's So B Movie by Doge Kini Jr. So, you know, nice. you can at least get that. Perfect. Perfect. Let's get that that's, canon that's, established. That works. Let's get the canon established. But this week, the, the list is called It's So Blood Rain because that's just easy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, our first movie on the movie list by the director known as U.A. Boll. U.A. Boll, a German director who is largely known for his movie ab- his movie adaptations of video games. Um, and he did the following movies. He's done, before this movie, he did House of the Dead, and he did, um, what was the other one? Oh, Alone in the Dark. After this movie, he did Far Cry, and also Postal. Oh, I didn't realize um, he did Far Cry. He did Far Cry. He did House of the Dead as well. Um, yep. That was fantastic. Did he Have also... you seen that movie? Amazing movie. <laughs> 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 and, I have a long history with that movie. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a Blood Rain trilogy that he did as well. I mean, I mean, I this movie he, becomes. Didn't he do all three of these? I think. I don't. I don't think he did the other ones. Oh, but, so he so he handed that off to like you know, <laughs> <laughs> an understudy. He's like, he's like, here, oh, no, child, he, take take he my prize, the, take my claimed he, movie. He did do the he did all the Blood Rain movies. No, right, it good. blows my mind. Like anyone like okayed that. I don't know. Like if someone, someone that up. 
Someone had to finance it. <laughs> oh, he. F- so the big thing about him is he finances his own movies. It adds up. Uh, now. <laughs> and adds up. and this is our second appearance on the list of a director who uses the German loophole, tax loophole, to fund their movie projects. <laughs> so he's scamming people out of their money in like a like investment fund and using that money and getting a tax credit on it. So. The movie that he funded, he funded like half the money, and the other half came from the German people. So thank you, Germany, for this movie. <laughs> That's wild. What was the other movie? Uh, Wing Commander. The, the uh. Yeah. <laughs> so oh um, it wasn't you, Mortal. German. It wasn't Mortal Kombat. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat's on the up and up. All right, they're not pulling any tax shenanigans <laughs> to put that good content out there. Thank you, Germany, for funding all these terrible video game movies that we get to talk about for the next, like, six weeks. <laughs> six months. Um, but he's also a dickbag. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know, know Michael so Madsen did... said he liked him in interviews. Well, okay. So Michael, Mads- Michael Madsen is quoted as saying the following. Um, I'll read a quote for you. He put me on some crazy Romanian horses. I've done a little riding. I knew the second I got on the animal that it did not know, know what it was doing. They had horses running in all different directions, went berserk every time they clapped the clapboard for start of the scene. Uh, the, my horse ran right into a tree and threw me into a water tank. I had a catheter in my arm because I was getting sick from eating the food over there. I lost 12 pounds, was attacked by gnats in the middle of the Romanian jungle, had to dive into the water while being attacked by bees. It was a very strange experience. On the way to the set... On the way to the set, I'd come across potato carts and dead horses. I don't even know what the what his movies are about, but and why he keeps the same theme of people in the jungle and vampires who ride in from space. What are you doing, UA? Blood Rain was an abomination. It's horrifying and a preposterous movie. Uh, but then he says at the very end, he says UA was fun. If he called me tomorrow and wanted me to be in a movie, I would do it. <laughs> like, how, how do you get from A to B in that? Bowie Ball, pro- Ball probably raised that horse himself that like Michael Madsen had to ride on. He like probably bred that horse and was like, "All of my stars are going to ride you." <laughs> so, so the reason why I said he was a dick bag too is so they alluded to it in that quote, but. In the 2007's movie Seed that he directed, I don't know what that movie's about, he used footage of animal abuse to play up the movie's themes that he filmed. He also made a movie called Auschwitz, which in the trailer featured U.A. Boll as a guard at a concentration camp and contained very insensitive scenes about the Holocaust. He also said um, that violent movies were no longer able to reach young people and that it was his duty as a German to make a film that was confronting the past. What the fuck? Germ- okay. Germany, know your lane about confronting the past, movies about violence and animal cruelty and concentration camps. Let's just throw that out there. Like, maybe not, UA. Maybe not. This movie was written by a woman named Guinevere Turner. It's written, I should say. She's quoted as saying about 20% of the script is actually in the movie. The rest is ad-libbed or directed or just created on the spot by UA. Um, she like she thinks he's fucking insane because I guess she sent him a first draft of the movie like two weeks late and he flipped out on her and like was like you fucking unprofessional motherfucker how dare you jeopardize and she's like it's two weeks it's like not that long um, but she was an act she's better known as an actress she was Elizabeth in American Psycho which was um, I don't know if you have has people seen American Psycho of course. Yep. yeah mm-hmm. yeah so um, there's a scene where he has a threesome with some girls that like he gets on drugs and one of them's kind of like. And they listen um, to Huey Lewis in the news. 
No, that's that's when he kills the guy. Oh, that's when you're he kills right, Jared right, Leto. Right, right. Yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. Um, but yeah, so he has like a th- uh, a threesome with her in that movie. So she's in that. She also wrote three three episodes of the L Word Word, which is why this movie is probably a little bit queer baiting a lot a, a lot of the time. It was very Xena Warrior Princess vibes. I'm picturing UA Bowl freaking out at this woman for being unprofessional as Michael Madsen like flies off a horse that's not trained for, for cinema <laughs> in the background. And that, that makes me happy. So we mentioned what Michael <laughs> Madsen went through to make this movie. I I kind of get his performance now. <laughs> yeah. Same. He's same. like he's like a little woozy the whole time. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely yeah. like I mean ever I close for everyone in this movie. They're like I sort of got just out of breath the whole time. <laughs> Even like Ben Kingsley who's just sitting down the whole movie who definitely shot everything in one day. <laughs> yeah, Ben Kingsley has like two scenes outside of that throne room. They definitely flew him in for like 2 days to Romania and was like, "Hey, uh, where the movie was filmed." And was like, "Hey, yeah, you should just get some money, get a paycheck." And he's like, "Okay, cool." Cuz Ben Kingsley's in like a million movies. Respect the hustle. But there's a lot of like really um, working actors in this movie. So uh, Udo Kerr, who is better known as, for people on this podcast, he was Yuri in Command and Conquer. He was the monastery monk. Oh, yeah. The German guy. Yeah. yeah. He was, if anybody's played Command and Conquer, he was Yuri in that. I mean, oh, interesting. I think, I think we can just say that there's a lot of notable actors in this movie, and I feel like we watched essentially the movie version of a bunch of people who've been taken in by a pyramid scheme is like what it is like speaking, speaking of movie. which speaking <laughs> so. of which billy's billy zane is in this movie yeah. the billy zane oh, he's fantastic he's the only one who does like a pretty good performance in this movie he's obviously very billy zane but he's like actually <laughs> trying and so i i looked into why he was probably trying you don't um, think michelle rodriguez was trying with her weird accent the whole time oh my <laughs> god that she has like, like the most insane accent so billy zane was actually involved in the funding of this movie so (laughs) that's why he was trying really hard yeah this needed this was this needed to land for billy zane to get uh, his payoff there yeah interesting and and speaking of which he was quoted as saying um who again was he was involved in funding this movie he said about ua ball he he has totally made his mark and put his naysayers and critics to rest with this film. The guy's a maverick. The way he directs, the way he funds his own movies, the way he distributes his film, love him or hate him. He's a true individual. I dig this guy. You're looking at Lord of the Rings on acid. It's massive and epic and really twisted. It doesn't apologize or go PC. It's a splatter fest. You need a raincoat to see this movie. I've heard responses on the web. I've heard responses on the web with people saying it's about time. No studio would, ev- would ever do that. Oh it's, my God. it's clear that Billy Zane has been put under some sort of mind control hypnosis by UA Bowl here, I, <laughs> I was, think. Or yeah. he owes him a lot of money or something. I like He's Lord, been... of the, Lord of the Rings on acid. That's Billy Zane on acid. That's when he just rambled all that shit off right there. <laughs> He, uh, yeah, he was bull-pilled, definitely bull-pilled with this movie. Um, but yeah, who else we have in this movie? We mentioned Michelle Rodriguez. I, I think she was in, oh, no, sorry, go ahead. She was, she was in a weird spot in her career. She had done, like, the original Fast and the Furious movie. Or this was a weird spot in her career, yeah. Yeah, so, like, <laughs> they did the original Fast and the Furious movie, then they did Tokyo Drift, and Fast and the Furious hadn't become, like, a huge, giant franchise. And, like, directly after this movie, she was in Lost. 
and then she was in Avatar. She like blew up as an actress. So like, she was on the downswing. She's like, I don't know what I need some money. I have to go do this movie. So she's in this movie <laughs> yeah. randomly. Um, she was in Avatar. That movie still sucks. If my ex girlfriend is still listening <laughs> to this podcast. That movie still sucks, Bonnie. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then the last person I'm going to mention that in the cast, there's a lot of people in this fucking cast. There is like, it's like extraordinary how many people are in this cast for this fucking movie. But Meatloaf a day. <laughs> That's what he's. Cr- the Meatloaf of Fight Club and Rocky Horror Picture Show, and and also uh, Wayne's World. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good for that. The yeah. best gag in Wayne's World. Wayne's World 2. He's in Wayne's World 2. No, he's in Wayne's World. He's the bu- the bouncer at the uh the fire. Oh, you're right. You're right. And he says, I was, I was no, "Jolly Green Giants yeah. and the Shitty Beatles." Yeah. Are, do they, do they yeah. live up to their name? They suck. <laughs> God, what a movie portfolio to have cameos in. <laughs> Milo brings it all when he's when he's on the uh the cast list, he brings it. So, you know. I mean, that scene was absolutely hilarious like he was only in it for five minutes but he stole the show can, uh, can i interject here to say that my favorite piece of trivia from this movie that i've told you guys like a hundred times leading up to this is that the scene with meatloaf where he's on a bed with a whole bunch of like naked women were romanian prostitutes that were hired by we to like save money on production cost rather than hire actual extras he hired he hired actual um actual romanian prostitutes he sure did that that is factual they did great though they did great (laughs) meatloaf's like i got a few people on speed dial don't worry make a call meatloaf is like i can't wait to have this scene with all these romanian prostitutes and then vote for trump twice over the next like six years oh don't ruin meatloaf for me i did i sorry he's a dickhead they, they did do full frontal with meatloaf, so we've always got that. Um, but what is this movie? Well, I mean, l- not with meatloaf. No, <laughs> meatloaf was not. Although I'd watch that movie maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so what is this movie? We've got Rain is the name of the person, which I still hate. I fucking hate that name. R a y n e is like the worst name. It's like nails on a chalkboard to me. I don't know why. But she's a, uh, she is Christy, Kristen, Christana. We didn't even talk about her, Christana Loken. She was uh, coming off of Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines, which bombed. Not a, didn't do very not, well. a, not a great movie. Not a great movie. Um, I, I enjoy that movie a lot. I love that movie. You love movie. Terminator 3? Yes. Love Terminator 3? <laughs> love is definitely I, not I, an issue with it. I appreciate I, Terminator 3. I enjoyed it for what it was. Yes. And I had a great time in that movie theater when I saw it. Damn right I paid money to go see Tur- it. I mean, I saw it in theaters, too. I mean, I like the part where Arnold come, like busts out with the coffin in one hand and the <laughs> yes. machine gun in the other hand. That is a classic Terminator scene, absolutely. But the rest of the movie is just the first two movies smashed together. So, I mean, I'm not going to give it high marks. Love the come. first two movies, too. What? Yeah. I mean, don't, don't, don't play that game. <laughs> But so she was like the it girl. She was supposed to be when Terminator 3 came out. There was like hype around her and that movie flopped. So she did Blood Rain. (laughs) Um, But she was also in the 90s. She was as a little as a child actress. She was on Boy Meets World and subsequently would be on Girl Meets World. as uh, Not boy or girl or the world. She was none of those (laughs) three. 
Chris Christana Loken from uh, she had like a bit part in those two shows. She ended up. I, I think I said in our chat she ended up marrying Minkus on Girl Meets World. The oh. s- series. Oh, yeah. Good for Minkus. Good for Minkus. He got. But his. she also <laughs> was in another video game adaptation. She was in the I believe it was a TNT show, Mortal Kombat Conquest, in the late nineties, <laughs> in twenty two episodes. She should uh, fire her okay. agent, is what she should do. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this movie. So Rain is an unholy breed of a human and vampire known as a damp fear. Um, she, uh, wake, she's like with a carnival when this movie first starts, and there's like a million flashbacks that show how to, she got there, and it's very poorly constructed. Oh my god. Everything flashbacks. is, but like this set the set design and the costume design are so poorly constructed and the the swords in this movie and there are a lot of swords the swords in this movie are some of the worst swords i have ever seen in any movie of all time yeah we were we were talking about this during the movie but it looked like they were at like like a renaissance fair and just like grabbed all the fake swords and they were just like we're just gonna start filming right now like these are the flimsiest like like, most plastic and like metallic tape wrapped swords you've ever seen and like michael madsen's always like leaning over like twirling one in his hands the whole time <laughs> and it's just like this looks real bad and, and they all they look crap. so exhausted whenever they would try to swing them and i swear to god they were in jeans half the movie <laughs> <laughs> and they they grab the sword by the sword not by like the hilt <laughs> yeah they, like when they weren't using it they would just be like holding it by a blade <laughs> it's like what what is happening like michael madsen in this movie just does not give a shit like, when, he's, when he's holding the sword he's like twirling it around like i would twirl around like a stick that i'm holding and yeah. he always like, has it out he was... never has it like put away he always just has it like up in the air like he could just be like riding his horse down a path and just like yeah, there the is swords just sticking straight up in the air. There isn't a single sheathed sword in this movie. Everybody's got them out constantly ready, so you can see how bad the blade is. Like I feel like Michael Madsen does the thing that I, and I feel like this will be a thing that will come up when we actually rank this movie. Is like, um, you know, Michael Madsen always grabs a sword by the blade, and I always remember like in Plan Nine from Out of Space, the very famous Ed Wood movie. There's a famous scene where one of the characters takes a gun and scratches himself with it. And he goes, yeah, I just did that. I just did to see if Ed would notice is what he claimed he was doing. And that's like, and that's a pretty like famous quote uh, related around the film of that movie. But um, and I wonder if like Michael Madsen was kind of doing the same thing. But I think like we can kind of sum up the plot of this movie is that like the villain. Uh, uh, what's his face? The actor's name. Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley is looking for like, like an all-powerful heart uh, artifact, and like, and that's like the MacGuffin of the movie. That is the Pulp Fiction oh. suitcase of the movie. And, well, they need three items, right? And it's like Rain, yeah, you... like kind of coming into her own as a damp fear. Is like basically what they this movie like is an eye about. and a rib. Yeah, he needed the eye, the rib, and the heart, and right. he had the rib. And she finds the eye, and it gets absorbed into her eye. And that scene is the Indiana Jones scene, where <laughs> there's like bad CGI uh, blades in the ground that she needs to avoid, and it just looks terrible. <laughs> like the sets are just awful in this movie. Like the, I think I was reading a review of it, and they said that uh, basically this this movie has. Uh, a high budget college kids made a movie feel. Yep. I was like, yes. And that yes. was exactly yeah. what I thought. This looks yeah. like a student film. Like this looks like a film that like one of us could probably go make. Like, you know, and get pretty close. Pretty close. Might even have better props. Um 
Yeah, and like the acting, the writing, all of it. None of it makes sense together. The, like the costumes, we were saying, like they wear they wear jeans through half the movie. Like there's like scenes where people are wearing like like Michelle Rodriguez wears some coat that somebody made a joke that like it looks like it's off the rack. Like I don't know how <laughs> yeah. I don't know, know how this all came. Catalog. Yeah, I don't know how this all came together. <laughs> yeah, she somehow re- wears a revealing outfit that is also unflattering at the same time. <laughs> Like yeah, a, cr- a corset that doesn't do anything. It just like <laughs> goes around the stomach, and then yeah, and every then a weird is, fluffy shirt. Yeah, every outfit's like that. Like Michelle Rodriguez is one is like trying to like show cleavage, and the same thing with uh, Rain, Christiana Loken. She's like she like looks terrible in this movie for some reason. She, like, she's got those six sleeves though. <laughs> like, at one point in this movie she has leather sleeves on that she has to remove to go swim but <laughs> keeps like also, her big boots on <laughs> i mean the worst practical effect in this movie is the dollar store tom brady that's hanging out with michael madsen <laughs> the entire time that yeah. is without a doubt the worst special effect in this movie derpy tom brady as he was referred to uh, <laughs> i mean <laughs> yeah you know, and, I like I like guys in suits uh, from all the Godzilla movies and stuff that I watch, but like that was the worst human in a suit that I've ever seen. That fucking dollar <laughs> store Tom Brady that was hanging out with Michael Madsen. And speaking of him, he brought us our first "It's So Bad" group sex scene. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we really we'll always yeah. we'll always remember that. We'll cherish that. <laughs> Some milestones in this movie. Yeah, so, what a milestone. So this, it's not just me. This movie was very much like whenever Christana Loken had a, like a scene with another woman, there was like definitely some gay vibes in there. And then like just randomly she, without like any like preemptive like romance or any like thinking that these two would hook up together. There's like a very explicit sex scene between and her like, and the dude from the derpy Tom Brady guy. And after that, there's not much of a relationship there either. No, like, he the, dies. Like, at the end, like they... Do they like one of them begs each other to like stay with? She, she the wants other person, to bite right? him to turn him into a vampire. Oh, that's right. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Other than that, yeah, they yeah. just like banged randomly because he let her out of a cage. And, and then they, that was it. They like bang up yeah. against the cage too. They're and that was like for a cell. for a scene like they really like got into it. <laughs> yeah, like they they weren't like you know lollygagging there. It was very strange. The whole, yeah. thing, the, whole, the whole thing was just very, very strange. Like, it was just, they were like, we need a sex scene in this movie. Christana, <laughs> would you mind flashing some titty? Let's flash some titty. <laughs> oh, we will have sex with dollar store Tom Brady. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, you, you know you what other thing? You lick your boobie real quick? Just randomly? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> with that a close-up shot of it? That always <laughs> makes me so uncomfortable <laughs> in, like, a normal movie when you see that. I, I don't know why it does. <laughs> like, oh, my God. I have to say, too, um, so... <laughs> what was I going to... Th- uh, fuck, I forgot my train of thought. Oh, um, two-thirds of the way like through this movie... Two-thirds of the way through this movie... Billy Zane is not seen again. <laughs> His storyline is not finished. He, he like yeah. he's like he's like Michelle Rodriguez's dad, and she he's like trying to maybe go with the Brimstone Society, but also he <coughs> wants to usurp Kagan, who's the leader of the vampires. And he's only filmed in like one room the entire movie, and he's never with any other characters aside from the dude who is like Kagan's right hand man. Um, oh yeah. Who is, so yeah. was the last scene he was in was when they revealed he was a va- vampire and then like they just don't cut back to him? No, I think they did that early in the movie. I think it's okay. like they threw a dead head, somebody's severed head out of him. Oh, like, yeah. He's like, he, he's he's like, like oh, didn't give a stop, shit. 
He literally says, stop throwing heads at me. Yeah. I'm reading. <laughs> He's just, like, annoyed. <laughs> so, yeah, and I think that was because they were doing, like, heavy edits at the end. Um, I didn't mention... Did I mention that uh, UA Bowl sued Billy Zane after this movie for... Yeah. Because no. he... Why? Well, there, there was he distribution sued, He sued Billy Zane? It wasn't the opposite way around? I Seriously. He, he sued Billy Zane because Billy Zane helped him secure distribution in the United States, and he promised him 2,000 movie theaters, and they only got into 1,000, and he said that affected the performance, so he sued him for like $700,000 or something yep. like that. So to add, was add a right little... there, Billy Zane, you're the well, reason this movie fucking is so terrible. <laughs> I guess so. like, through. the bloodbath the bloodbath didn't stop with this movie. Uh, just when the filming stopped, you know, it became so a legal in, bloodbath. In in true blood rain fashion, it's not that like so. Yes, he promised it was going to be in two thousand theaters, but it ended up in something like nine hundred and fifty theaters, I think. And that was because a lot of the prints were sent to theaters that never agreed to actually license and carry the movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it like I don't know I don't know how many prints were actually sent out, but like I think it ultimately was cut down to. Um, they expected two thousand, and they got cut down to about like fourteen hundred or fifteen hundred. But like it ended up nine hundred because about six hundred prints were sent to theaters that never agreed to carry the movie, and thus never never showed it so that's what he sued him for was like that was like the basis of his like lost revenue lawsuit so i mean this was blood rained from the beginning is what this movie was in all fronts um so yeah so do we have anything else to say about the actual content of the movie yes Did the fights this is... oh the fights <laughs> these are fights are some of the half-assed <laughs> It's got to be Lara. There must not have been somebody doing any choreography on this movie because they were just like, "Here, just go throw swords at each other." It was like, "What is happening?" Yeah, they don't. They're terrible. They did. I feel like they did a lot of like jump cuts almost in the middle of the fight scenes. It was like very shitty. Just like, oh, I'm throwing a punch and my fist is off screen. Then they zoom in and some dude just getting his face rocked real quick. And then cut back to her and she's like, yeah! Like, getting back into her fighting Well, they can't, they can't show those fights, like, you know, full-framed. I, I guess like... it, it was fucking ridiculous. Michael Madsen was, had to be drunk. Or I guess he was really <laughs> sick. Like, he stumbled from, like, scene to scene. I, th- I think someone called it out during the movie. He, like, never swung the sword, like, higher than, like, yeah, he, like tight. He, he like, like, couldn't <laughs> lift it above your shoulders. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was probably plastic, too. <laughs> yeah, that's also, not... That, I, oh, I was uh, saying, not, not to mention well, the uh, the Blood Rain, like, blades that, like, yeah. Kristana Loken couldn't actually lift up, like, the right way. So every, like, stab she did was, like, her holding these blades under her arms with handles and, like, kind of lifting her arms up but not being able to get them up all the way. It was, it was like, like, those weapons have, like, no leverage whatsoever. If they, like, had a strap around, the like, the forearm, maybe, but... Like they're just the stupidest weapon I've ever seen, and I understand they're from the video game, so you gotta kind of you gotta put them in there. That's but, like the the one thing from the video game that's in this movie. There's it, like no ties. Uh, yeah, but she her, couldn't handle those at all. Her yeah, her costume and weapons, I guess, were were, were really it. <clears throat> I, I can't think of. I mean, I never really played much of Blood Rain, but I don't know if there's anything else that really is linked into this. Movie. It, ha- it has to be better yeah, than like, this, right? Yeah, like <laughs> but do we do we see any like? costumes matching like what was in the game or anything joe you're our blood rain expert talk to us uh i mean you can like 
no. This like, <laughs> <laughs> I tried to find something. While we were watching this, I constantly found myself trying to, or like, trying to, to like defend it. And I'm like, why am I doing this? <laughs> why am I defending this right now? If well, yeah, I, no, any no. of the like the leading characters aside from the Brady. leading characters are correct, not yeah. not the derpy Tom Brady, but mainly just <laughs> who yeah. like Ben Kingsley and Blood Rain. Yeah, wrong time period, wrong storyline. But yeah, mm. pretty close. Well, so the so the, <laughs> the the second movie I'm excited to get to because the second movie is set in the old west. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be great. Oh, we're going old west world. Blood Rain Two Deliverance. Um, and then, Wait, how many Blood Rain games are there? Uh, I think two, maybe three. Is, is does one of those also go to the Wild West? <laughs> the first one's the first one's in World War Two, which is what the third Blood Rain movie is in, the Third Reich. Okay, um, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I'm sure we um, will take as liberty as like you do with Auschwitz on that one. That's required. Yes, of course. <laughs> the last thing I'll say about the movie and the scenes that I forgot to mention is the the blood rain tra- the rain training sequence. Like after she fights like a zillion dudes, they have a random <laughs> yeah. training sequence with her like standing out in this misty field, and it's like the dumbest shit. Yeah, it's like, far too late for that montage. Um, if I could add one more thing and actually kind of make it a game before we go into our ranking, I would I would ask if we all could go around the chat and say what our favorite line or favorite scene was from this movie before we get into our ranking. And I'll start with Michael Madsen saying when he is locked up in a cage goes thrall, my friend has, has disappeared. Can you please come and check on us? Which then leads to uh, the captors, uh, opening the cage and then like dollar store, Tom Brady, uh, dropping down from the ceiling and uh, successfully completing a stabbing from, you know, under 20 yards, which is, you know, what a dollar store Tom Brady could probably do. That was probably my favorite scene in the movie. So uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to go in the order of my screen and go, Joe, what was your favorite uh, scene or line from the movie? Uh, Billy Zane with hair every time. Just does it for me. Throw it to somebody. Throw it to who you want to throw it to for next. All right, there we go. We're going Tim. Oh, my favorite. It was absolutely meatloaf in that wig. <laughs> All day. The hair was on point in this movie. <laughs> throw it. Oh, yeah. Encore. I was. I, I have to say, just meatloaf surrounded by, by prostitutes. <laughs> that was just, <laughs> the most like, just absurd thing happening that didn't need to happen at all. And it... It was my favorite part of the movie, though, and and I think that was when I we were talking about his fucking name is Meatloaf a day, and I still could and just him being in that movie just kept blowing my mind. Like, I didn't know that was his last name. Is his, or his Loaf middle, was his middle name? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Loaf is now his middle name, I guess. Meatloaf a day. Is awesome. that really his last name? Yeah, that's yeah, his last name. That's wow. that's a real thing. That <laughs> that happened. Someone put that on paper. My mind's blown now. <laughs> <laughs> Have a meatloaf a day. I'm going to kick it to Steve. 
All right. Uh, hmm, you guys have picked some good ones. So mine's not really a line or a scene, but it's a couple of kind of quick cuts. And I'm gonna. There's two of them, and I want to. I want to share both of them. One is in the very beginning of this movie. There's some character talking about the carnival. Maybe it's Billy Zane. I can't remember. Maybe it's not. But it's like during that weird flashbacks like montage in the beginning where they keep cutting back like 12 minutes earlier, and they're like you've never seen some of the things here in this carnival. And it cuts to that girl with the blades and she's just kind of awkwardly chopping at a mannequin <laughs> as if it's the coolest thing anybody could ever have imagined like seeing in this carnival. And the second, a related one is Ben Kingsley when he stabs, I believe Michael Madsen later in the movie, he like does, he puts his arm out full, full stretch and then kind of like slow walks into Billy Zane or not Billy Zane, into Michael Madsen. And it is the cheesiest and like, like least effort ever given to trying to sell stabbing somebody in a film. So those are my two. These are these are kind of related <laughs> sword play ones. I li- I like I'm the last person here because you're the last person. The Mike last person Mike, what's your favorite? Thing. What's your favorite scene? <laughs> so when um, Rain is in the prison and she's like on the bed and she's locked up by Kagan, like the walls in that scene look like they're out of Star Trek from like the 1960s. It is the set is just so fucking terrible in this movie. It's like set up like there's movable walls. You can like see them that they're moving <laughs> movable walls. That was that to me was the thing that stands up as being like super awful. <laughs> but yeah, where does this go on our ranking? And before we get there, yeah, can so, we get a, uh, a couple things of the ranking? Yeah, no, well, a couple things. Um, nominated for six golden raspberries, but didn't win any. I think it's worse that you're nominated for golden raspberries. Do you mean you don't win. <laughs> Wait, who? Yeah, like who the, won that year? Um, I can't remember. But it was like one that you think of would be obviously really bad. Um, Variety said the costume suggests that what Lord of the Rings trilogy might have looked like if the actors had been outfitted at thrift sh- thrift shops. <laughs> but that was pretty funny. Um, another review that I, I was I was reading said a string of cameos by actors who wanted a Romanian vacation. <laughs> <laughs> um, a couple a couple of, of the stats on this. So box office for this, it had a budget of twenty five million. It is now the lowest uh, grossing film on our list at $3.65 million. Damn. <laughs> Making Wing Commander look great at that $11.5 million. <laughs> $3.65 million. I, that's, that's insane. That's and they a, spent twenty five. Yes. That, wow. That's crazy that that's what a $25 million budget will get you. Right? Well, I think I think that UA Bowl is embezzling it. They, they bought the cast. I mean, they given, blew it all on Billy Zane. Yeah, given like the fraud scams and shit going on, I would 100% think that was the case. The Billy, I mean, Billy Zane for like a day, Ben Kingsley for like a day of filming, Michael Madsen drunkenly stumbling across the set. And I mean, Mr. A Day, costume. a day. I mean, and yeah, I, he was probably the most expensive part of this movie. <laughs> so so this movie too um is not ua bowl's biggest flop i don't think a movie is hit, like not very many movies of his make money um and his biggest Weird. flop he made a movie called in the name of the king which was a dungeon siege i tale. was thinking about this movie while we were watching it and i didn't realize is that it's not a it's not a video game movie right it's no it's, okay it's like a tabletop game i think dungeon right. siege okay so that movie had a budget of sixty million dollars. Wow! And he made ten million dollars on it. Damn! That was like Jason Statham in that movie, right? Uh, Name of yeah, the King. Th- it had a similar so the, vibe. I think Jason Statham was in it. Yeah, it was uh, 
Also, the guy who was Kagan's like right hand man and like body guy was in the, in the name of the king as well. Had a big role. Did he make in the name of the king too? He did. <laughs> I think he made in the name of the king three too. Burt Reynolds was in the name of, in the name of the king. <laughs> wow! <clears throat> so to circle back as to, for the Razzies, worst picture was won by Basic Instinct two that year. Yeah. The Wicker Man okay. also was nominated at the uh, at the time. <laughs> so a couple things when we rank this. So first off, this game has nothing to do with the video games, and something we should take into account when we're ranking this. Except for um, except for Rain's costume, I guess, and weapons. That that was really it. But. No, her her costume wasn't even because her costume is all leather and like sexy in the video games, and her costume was not that. In this game. You don't think you don't think that was sexy? <laughs> no. <laughs> Those sleeves went all up to her bicep. Dude, she looks like a... (laughs) I'm sorry to our listeners in Wisconsin, rural Wisconsin, but she looks like a middle-aged girl at, like, some random town four hours outside of Milwaukee. Oh, um, boy. Going going to the bar. Let's be real here. That's, uh... Well, Mike Mike has just been banned from uh, every bar in the Midwest. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you're out there listening to this. <laughs> I hope you enjoy that. <laughs> Listen, I, I love it. I love Wisconsin. It's a great state. I've you, been there many times. You've offended the state of Wisconsin, and you probably offended Rain Wilson, too, since you said his name sucks earlier. So, you know, listener Rain Wilson. <laughs> hey, Sorry no, for he that. Has a, he oh, has wow. an I, I in his name, not a Y. I really hate the R-A-Y. Oh, it's the particular name. spelling of Rain, <laughs> yes, not the yes. name Rain, no, like, blanket no. statement. Okay. It's okay, Rain. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> All right. Where does this game, or not game, where does this movie go on our endless list? I don't know. Our list of video game movies. Currently, we have four on there. This is our fifth. It goes from Mortal Kombat, number one. Number two is Street Fighter. Number three is Super Mario Brothers. Number four is Wing Commander. Well, I'm just going to start typing where it goes. Yeah. <laughs> Type it right in that five slot. I think well, you know, I, I, will, I, will, well, I will say this. Uh, you know, we we kind of made some jokes, but like we ball like in or I guess I made comments about Ed Wood in the same breath as like we ball, but there is a difference between um, in my other podcast about Godzilla movies and whatnot. Like you know, there's about there's and I will say this for the group's consideration: there are movies that come from a heartfelt place, and there are movies that come from an angry place, right? And I'll say this: when Ed Wood made movies. They were not good. They were uh, oftentimes not good. But Ed Wood was very sincere about making Plan 9 from Out of Space, Robot Monster, even like the smutty films that he made. He was very sincere and just trying to do his best. But he just wasn't very good at what he did, unfortunately. But then you look at a movie like the Matthew Broderick Godzilla movie by Roland Emmerich, which like has characters which feature which are a spoof of uh, Ebert and Robert or Gene Siskel, sorry. And like, and it's like a mean spirited take on them because like they gave like past movies of Roland Emmerich, like bad reviews. So they wanted to like attack them in this movie. And that's why I talk about like when movies come from like a good place versus a bad place. Louis Ball has made movies that feature animal abuse and very, uh, well, I don't know, just straight up, like, kind of, like, 
insensitive themes towards groups of people. And that's a movie coming from a bad place. So with all that said, that is my pitch for Wing Commander to be above Blood Rain because, because Wing Commander is coming from a good place as opposed from a hateful place. And I think Uibal is, think- is a charlatan and a, uh, and, a, and, a, and a... Yeah, he's just... He's a con artist. Whereas the guy who made Wing Commander believed in it and he just made a bad movie. But he believed in it. Yeah. I, I, this is a good argument. I like this. Chris, I, Chris, I like that we were like typing it in at number five and you pulled out your soapbox and you slammed it down <laughs> and you got up there and you're like, let me tell you everyone why it needs to go at number five. And we're like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> also, yeah. I want to go check the tape at how many times you've referenced Ed Wood in each of these video game pod- or that, movie podcasts. That's like little, Probably ever. Like, I mean, I'm a big defender of Ed Wood. And like that is... I think what a lot of these a lot of these video game movies are probably going to be compared to Ed Wood style movies, but it's good. It's, it's, it's coming from a it's coming from a heartfelt place versus coming from a, a hateful place, or at least like a not genuine yeah. place. You know, and I think yeah, it feels like he he wanted to. He wanted to make money. That was his primary motivation for making this movie. It wasn't about the art. It wasn't about the story. It wasn't about this the the writing. It was about I want to make money, so I'm going to make a movie, and that's that sucks when people do that typically. Yeah. But anyway, but yeah, I mean, just comparing Wing Commander to Blood Rain, like Wing Commander, the set design was actually decent. Um, I don't. People make fun of the special effects in that movie, but I don't think they're that bad. No, they suck. Um, they suck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all, all the spaceships look like they're wearing suspenders that hold up the spaceship around them. But yeah, I mean, even though that one was a grift too, it was like a grift with love. Like he created Wing Commander, and then like, right. and then like this was his passion. And yeah, maybe he made a few bucks <laughs> on the side. Uh, <laughs> he did what he had to do to get it done. That's what. That's all. Star Citizen Man, Chris Roberts. He did a. <laughs> Great job. We're shouting you out, saluting you for, you know, living the dream. Kickstart, take that stick, Kickstarter money, and run. Um, but yeah, UA Bowl just sucks. <laughs> Agreed. I, I would like Every, to get Put him in the own. bottom and hope, hope he stays there. I'd like to get on my own soapbox really quick, though. <laughs> this movie is just really bad. <laughs> number five that's all that's all I have to say it wasn't it wasn't even like that entertaining like, i was just gonna say that it's, yeah it's like it had its it, moments where you were like there was like random gore in this movie like I, it was like not it didn't like, like feel like it was supposed to be in there it was like we have to add a sex scene and we have to add gore because that's what sells right? it was constant action and i couldn't have been more bored right <laughs> yeah i feel like we we hyped this movie up to be like cuckoo bananas crazy bad and yeah. that's not really why it's bad it's just extremely flat and boring and mediocre and nothing really mm. nothing really fits together in any way so the whole movie you're just like what what mm-hmm. like it's not fun in any way it's just it's just it's a drag yeah. it's confusing <laughs> we haven't confused the entire time we have a new number five on our list of movie Let's hope it gets to number New six too. Um, <laughs> but I do want to announce not I want to announce next week or tease next week's uh, game. But we are um, next month. We will be covering the Mortal Kombat movie that comes out in the middle of, of April. So you all can look forward to that. Yeah, that's cool. Mortal We're Kombat. doing a transistor next week too for a game. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler. 
<laughs> Yo, wait, didn't, did Mortal Kombat get pushed back another week? It's uh, coming out the 16th. The 16th now? Yeah. Okay. I don't know what it was before, but I, I today I looked at it. Fair enough. So yes, be on the lookout for those podcasts that are coming. Um, but I want to thank you for everybody for being on this podcast, large podcast this week. All right, we had six people, including myself, that I needed to add in there in the last minute, as I, I do math very well. Chris, thank you so much. Hey, anytime. Steve. Thanks, bros. Joe, thank you for joining us. Thanks, dude. Encore. Always a pleasure. And Tim. Thanks for having me. We will see you next week. Thanks. Thanks.